Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Auf die Fresse wie WXW Review Podcast in English. I'm Ian Hamilton, joined once again by Mike Kilby and Mike. Guess we're both all in this week. <laughs> me and uh, me, you and 60 odd, at least 60,000 others, I suppose, isn't it? It was like literally the day we dropped the last episode. It's like, well, breaking news. Like, oh, well, yeah, no reason. No wonder people weren't listening to day one. We're all scraping around for AEW and for but. <laughs> There's been quite a few announcements of American companies heading over to Europe for the last few weeks, but um, yeah, I guess you know, may as well dive straight in, and the big one, at least, if you're a WXW fan, uh, Game Change Wrestling's coming to Oberhausen in September, part of the World Tag Team Festival. Uh, we're doing two shows, long.live.gcw and GCW vs. the World, uh, Friday, September 22nd, Saturday, September 23rd, respectively. They just had a name change, because I know when this first... When they first did the announcements, like just GCW in Germ, uh, GCW in Germany and GCW versus Europe, they've just had a rebrand uh, about two hours ago when before we recorded. Uh, but yeah, basically going over Tag Festival, uh, long live GCW. You can have to buy a sec- separate ticket for regardless. Whereas if you have the festival pass, the uh, GCW versus World shows included. Um, tonight you're looking eleven thirty doors for midnight bell time, or just for midnight. GCWS for World, it's 10 30 dollars on Saturday for 11 pm. Um, I guess probably we've you know, gone for the rest of the line for Tag Festival. Like, two late shows, you know, it's not exactly new ground. I mean, you've done you WXW know, uh, 2 with Progress when they've done the midnight shows, but. Who I am, I mean, it's, t- it's weird because, like, norm- normally we. Well, may as well run through the, the festival stuff we've got so far, so. Mrs. Reed off uh, WXW sites, you've got obviously in a circle on the Thursday night. A tag Festival Night 1 starting 8pm on the Friday, then GCW uh, Friday night just before midnight. Pemvital 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Uh, World Tag Festival 6 o'clock Saturday afternoon. And then the GCW World 11pm Saturday night. Then go up to Wheel of Wrestling Sunday at 1. Tag Festival Night 3 at 5. So yeah, pretty much they've uh, binned off a Saturday lunchtime show. In favour of a late Saturday night show, which I guess is kind of new ground for WXW, at least you know in terms of uh, bumping up a, t- a festival weekend for visitors. Yeah, I think um, I, I agree definitely in the sense of uh, we're paying for WXW, not GCW. I don't go to, and admittedly, yes, there is probably an element of me. I am a tourist, and I go to Germany to go and watch German the the German contingent. I don't go to watch the. In, you know the imports in generally generally they're not ones that I'm particularly that excited for uh, and GCW is not a promotion I know anything about to be completely honest I'm not going to pretend I know anything about it I've not really got any interest in it I think I've watched Bloodsport Bloodsport is about the only thing I've ever watched I do think they probably could have done a Bloodsport ambition sort of show but that's beside the point um, but yeah it's um, it's I, it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, sort of um format i mean i'm assuming the late night shows are because they're probably being streamed in america uh well, so streamed for american audiences should be saying so basically from what so this is what was announced or advertised by directly earlier so the you can hear my mouse scrolling so the uh saturday the friday night show along with gcw has been advertised as being on fight plus where all the gcw stuff is um yeah and also GS, GCW vs. The World, that's also got the 5 plus things here. Both of those are going to be streaming live, uh, assuming the Turbine Hall internet uh, copes of it. 
But um, yeah, you're looking what seven p.m. Eastern and six p.m. Eastern for those yeah. two shows. So no, both no, maybe a little, a little bit early for no North American audience, but no slap bang in no prime uh, viewing hours. So yeah, definitely they're, they're being done late for at least for streaming. Also, I don't know if there's any uh, restrictions because of the kind of product GCW sometimes puts on over death matches and what have you. Again, all we know is it's two GCW shows. We don't know if they're going to be doing. Was it over a WrestleMania weekend? I know you have a totally wrong person to ask, but over WrestleMania weekend, they straight stayed away from death matches. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the same kind of thing, or at least if it was later on the weekend. Um, I mean, especially if you've got no shows the next day, the last thing you want people to be doing is sweeping the glass, and then you've got no WrestleMania stuff the next morning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's for me. <sighs> Because, no, it's not just because of the times. I probably won't be going to any of them unless there's something massive announced that would make me. You no, know, if if it brought someone in who's just doing GCW and none of you shows, I put I'd probably go. But even the um, the it one would being have to like, be something special. I mean, I have to admit, I'm inclined. Uh, what I'm doing is with how many months of safety, I'm going. Oh, I don't like that. Blah blah blah. But I know for a fact. If I'm there, I'm probably going to think I could sit in the bar or go to bed or I could go watch a wrestling show. And probably the answer is going to be I'm going to probably go and watch the wrestling show. I uh, think and... the Friday night one, because that's starting, okay, it's a late start, but there's nothing on the Saturday morning till Femme Fatale. There's no wrestling cult. So, you know, that's not, uh, not yeah. going to be taken spot. I could see a lot of people in, in you know, that mindset going, I know I'll have a late one Friday night. But I think the one maybe a bit dodgy again, if you buy the whole packs, would be the GC Reverse for Worlds. Um, yeah. But again, as we keep saying, a lot of wrestling to happen. They've only announced for shows, no talent announced, no names announced yeah. for these. So, they need to announce some people more than anything. It's Or um, GCW? Well, yeah, they need to announce people for GCW. And, you know, it, it, I, I, I know that there are some people who wrestle for GCW. So, you know, I. There's people who I would possibly suspect would be coming. There's people who I don't want to be coming over. Uh, that's for sure. Um, that's that's a. There's no doubt in that. Um, but there's, you know, for for me, it, it's. You just need to. You just need to say right. We've got X Y Z coming. Um, if, and. When you when you when you announce two or three of the GCW guys, you can then sort of think, well, who are going to be the natural fits to go against them in the WXW roster? So then you kind of think, well, if somebody like Nick Wayne comes over, you maybe would probably position them to be fighting someone like Tihani, wouldn't you? Really, that would be the sort of clear thing. So, um, I guess the other question as well is if you are because both these have been advertised as GCW shows. None of these have been positioned as GCW versus WXW. It may be, and again, plenty of water on the bridge to come. How, would any of these GC, any of the GCW guys be appearing on that Wheel of Wrestling show? I think that's the kind of thing both parties have got to be careful of. Like, do you not advertise either show? Because I mean, this year, you know, the Wheel of Wrestling which, you know, it was on the Sunday. They didn't announce any matches until people were leaving Saturday Night's Carrot. And I think it's yeah. the kind of thing where if you're looking for to sell tickets and you know, Wheel of Wrestling to sell tickets, what you don't want is both, again, it's, you know, they're not going to be doing this, but you don't want the view of, oh, we're playing chicken, or you announce first, or you announce first, and then it's just, you know, well, here's your roster, 
and then you sat there waiting, well, well, I'm not going to do, you know, stay up late on Saturday night because you know, X, I might want to see Nick Wayne, for argument's sake. Might be doing Wheel of Wrestling on the Sunday morning. Yeah, Nick, Nick Wayne's fighting Maggot on Sunday morning. You know, it's yeah. There's yeah. It's an int- I, I I don't think I'm as down on it as maybe other people are. I think that's a for sure. But I also am very aware that I'm very ignorant of not a big stubby of game show <laughs> wrestling. They kill the podcast, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I'm very ignorant of game changer wrestling. I don't really know about them apart from the fact that. I think that they're the American version of progress, which is your your mileage will vary on whether that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, for me, like, there are some names, I mean, you mentioned Nick Wayne, like, I know he's been on the UK a few times, but it's never worked out where I've been able to go and see. Um, but, I mean, if he's over, and he's only doing one of those GCW shows, that's probably going to swing me, if I'm being perfectly honest. There are also names oh, yeah, where they are advertised. I will be going, I'll be getting an early night. Simple as. So. Oh well, yeah, you um, don't want someone like Schlack there. That's that's yeah. Again, I, <laughs> I mean, and I know, I know, know Nick Gage and obviously a few people you know saying over. Oh, hope he comes up. He didn't do the UK shows and just you no. Know, I don't know anything, so this is just me you know making lighter stuff. But if I'm getting quizzed at Dusseldorf Airport for just coming over to watch wrestling and not no record or anything like that, I. Don't exactly foresee you know his high profile record that being an easy thing. I don't think he's done he didn't do the UK shows last year if I remember right. Um, and plus he is winding down on GCW in general. Yeah, but yeah, that, that as I said, that's the ignorance I have. I know that Schlack wrestles for GCW. I know that Nick Wayne's list was for them. I know Matt Cardona and Bussy wrestle for them. That's all I know about GCW. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna pretend to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just looking, uh, Nick Gage didn't do the last European tour. He was actually last over for um, 2010's Tomb to Death versus Gorefest, which for some reason doesn't list the venue, but it was in Oberhausen, so I guess we'd been with Steffi back then? Yeah, well, so, as I say. It's... Yeah, so, yeah, so you know, keep an eye out, obviously, plenty of names to be announced, plenty of... Um, no potential matches we'll see as we go, but yeah, like I say, I'm not. I'm a little nervous of being involved in Tag Fest proper. You know, name team name you've mentioned. I, I don't want to say it, the monkey's paw kind of thing, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, the the wonderful thing would be to say, right, we've got a GCW, uh, we've got a GCW team and thing, but it's it's boisterous behaviour. It's it's Leon Slater and and Doris. That'd be cracking, absolutely yep. brilliant. Or, you know, if it's Nick Wayne and whoever his tag team partner is, brilliant. Um, uh, Jordan Oliver, yeah, the uh, like, East West, yeah. If it's something like that, that's brilliant. Um, and in a way, there is, always, a... Com- there is always a comedy team in the tournament. So maybe Bussy would work well for Tagfest, but it's kind of really speculative when it's announced, isn't it? I think it's probably the kind of thing of, yeah, we sometimes get the meme team, you know, your spirit squad you had last year. Um, but yeah, we'll see who could they do get, send. Uh, could we get Brian Myers and Matt Cardone? Uh, it'd be something major, surely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you know, there's names who you know we might or might not want part of Tag Fest, but the first team got announced earlier uh, today, in fact, and it's one a lot of people have been asking for. We've got the astronauts coming over. Fuminori yes. Abe with his regular tag partner in Japan, Takuya Nomura. 
Um, and today, May 5th, they've passed a year as the reigning Big Japan Tag Champions. They've had three reigns of those belts over 700 days. You know, uh, I think it's Chayan, she got announced for Femme Fatale, so you know, the tag team and an entry for Femme Fatale. And I guess right, you know, right now, you know, things the single tickets went on sale for Tag Fest for earlier this week. And yeah. I know it's way a ways out, but what's your thoughts on Tag Fest like in terms of like I would want maybe one or two more teams announced or no more in terms of who you're buying, um, you know, who you're going to see. But I'm definitely a lot more possible than I would have been 24 hours ago. On uh, well, weekend. I think the astronauts announcement has been a very big, it's been a big bonus. Um, I think there's there's a lot of people who've maybe it's the right sort of announcement to do now because I think there's people who, um, for a variety of reasons, which we alluded to at the start, are spending a lot of money on traveling to wrestling in the next three months or so. Yep. And you need to announce the astronauts now because they need to budget going to London and they maybe need to budget possibly. Now they need to think, well, can I also do that? Or I'm not going to London, but oh, astronauts, cracking, that's what we want. So, and it's got WWE for two, and obviously AEW Wembley and Mace. There's a lot, no, it's the kind of thing you've got a lot of big weekenders coming up. Everyone from Progress Super Strong Style with no, half, less than half a field announced three weeks out. That's all I'm saying. But no, a lot of big weekenders just in the UK and no, obviously late in the year. Uh, someone's going to miss out, I feel. Yeah, and I, I don't know if, if, if Wembley hadn't been announced, if Wembley hadn't have been a, a thing in the last couple of weeks, I don't know whether astronauts would have been announced this early. Um, I just I have a feeling they've kind of had to, and it's very smart for them to do so. But if they hadn't have announced them now, um, they might have had a lot of people in two or three weeks or a month sort of time going. Oh, I'd love to go, but it's a bit expensive to go because I've already paid for Wembley X Y Z. Yep. So, I mean, people have already paid for Wembley because they obviously have, but at least now they can sort of think well. That's also a month later. Yeah, you've, you've uh, got something to dip your hand in your pocket to, or no, no, try and work things out and make yeah, things straight. A little bit of money aside, well, so I've already paid for Wembley. Let's put a little bit aside to put the go to that. So, yeah, I think it's a great, it's a great, um, a world class team for a world tag team league. It's it's truly a world class team. One of the, um, I think, those who know, I think they're. Arguably one of the best tag teams in the world. Um, definitely, probably the best tag team in Japan. I'd probably say at this point, really. Um, and um, yeah, it's 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 you. The 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 worry is always. Oh, <laughs> it's now at a point where Abe Abe uh, is as part as much as part of the furniture as you know anybody else in WXW. And I kind of feel like if there was a weekender without him now. It would be, I think he'd be missed strongly. Um, so yeah, it's delighted. I think a lot of people have always sort of asked for Nomura, and uh, you know we finally got it coming. And is, through, his, is this his first first fry uh, outside of Japan as well? I believe it's Nomura's yeah, and because yeah. per uh, Iwie, it's his. Um, he's now looking for a new tag partner. If he yes, go by for, and actually no, sad man, sad, sad, sad message on Twitter. And a uh, no quick plug. Uh, you no, know, usually it's the end of the show, but um, you know the you know, same YouTube channel your your Groundhop Sky of Arnzon. Uh, literally just now they've dropped um, Rian and Eddie React stuff. 
the astronauts against no uh, an astronauts match from uh, October twenty eighteen. So, no Google of astronaut is a match to be able to watch. Uh, if you haven't seen, it, that'll be something I'll be doing straight after this because I don't think I've seen an astronauts match. I've seen obviously a lot far bay, but um, I not watched much. the uh, one against Strong BJ in um, middle of April. That was really good, really really good. So plenty of time. If you're not familiar with Wise, you'll be damn sure made familiar with. You know, before we get to the end of September, but um, we'll talk about CZW. Uh, they're not the only gem, uh, gem not the only oh, American promotion coming the over. There. Come on, <laughs> burying the lead there. <laughs> yeah, not the only American promotion coming over. Uh, CZW's beaten the punch, they're heading over next month. Um, we've announced two of you, but it's more. I think you said, was it like their roster training in uh, Gelsenkirchen? Um, I, I get the impression, yeah, it seems to me to be more. Um, we've got we've got 12 guys or however many people coming over. We're going to stick them on the shows. And I don't think, well, I don't foresee them doing a CZW show in Europe, but I mean, mm. they may well possibly, but maybe some of you can I mean like, so we've announced this, yeah. it's called for European excursion, the post they've got, you know, and, and these are going to be just, I'll be honest. These are just names. I've seen a few of them wrestle. No one have been watching stuff online, uh, but a lot of these to me are just names. Griffin McCoy, Aaron Ash, Matt Key, Vincenzo Tolotta, Mike Walker, Isaiah Wolf, Ruthless Lala, JC Storm, Richard King, Michael Mistretta, and Boom Harden. Now, I know there's one guy who's a CZW regular who has been in WXW, uh, Jared Diaz. He did the wildcard, tag, uh, wildcard Wheel of Wrestling over Tag Festival last year. Um, now, we've announced no dates, and I would say if it's just them training and you know, being farmed out to the shows, fair enough. But if you remember... Uh, season we were meant to run in Frankfurt, you no know, November 2020. You know, the uh, we now showcase over Coward Weekend three years ago. Yeah. Uh, you no, know, they had been the date, the venue on the screen, DJ High just completely balls it up. Then, of course, world lockdown with COVID. Um, a lot's changed with CCW since then. I think they've been sold off, and all, certainly yeah. all the title belts have been sold off. They're not running the usual venues, you know, it's a lot smaller. Um, I think and again this is me tapping up the uh, cage match right now. Like they you know they're still they're doing this almost dare say it's like what progress is doing. Like the so we do bought the name. The name, we're running what called Limelight seems to be like their regular shows. I mean they restarted all fast. Say it again? The nightclub. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, this, yeah. This, been, if you're a like, fast, you, you know. <laughs> we've been starting up like mostly out Blackwood, New Jersey. Uh, these limelight shows, but we're, we're keeping things up like we're doing, you know, the anniversary shows. I think we're doing best for best uh, late this month. Um, I mean, look, some of the names had up there. Uh, you've got like Alex Kane doing best for best, Fred Yehi, some WXW alumni there, O'Shea Edwards, uh, Rich oh, Swanson. Yeah. You've got no, you've got a lot of names there who are familiar. The problem with CZW is. is Dare I say they've been almost enveloped by Game Changer? Yeah, it's um, that's a, that's a, that's exactly the thing. Really, with, CZ, uh, with GCW, I get the impression they've kind of taken a lot of that sort of fan away, really, haven't they? And there was that whole thing again. This talk that CCW was going to be bought by Game Changer that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, it's you know a bunch more names coming over for experience. Um, if if they end up on a WXW show, great. If not, it, again, it's training experience. Might see a few of them you know, dot around in Germany, dot around, or maybe even over here, depending on if dates line yeah. up. But um, 
Yeah, again, it's experience, and you know, especially right now with you know more and more shows seem to be popping up. You know, it's all you can ask for, I guess, at this stage of the game. Yeah, it was. Um, I think when I first saw it happen, it was kind of like, oh, what's what's actually going on here? Uh, are they? I was I, in my head. I saw CZW, and I immediately had a negative reaction to it. But as I say, it's not the same company really now, is it? So it's no. it's. Uh, and they are still weird. doing the weird pay per views where it's like chopped up bits of you know old shows, which a little bit problematic if we've gone by some of the titles. But I think the new stuff now, um, as a as a pre streaming network like one of one of those new streaming platforms we're on. I mean, I hear next to nothing about CZW these days. Like the pop on oh, yeah. on cage match, but like game changers got all the buzz. So. I would say it's. I'm not saying it's on these fellas to you know, get the buzz back, but you know it's a long road back to where they once were, even you know, pre-COVID, let alone the heights of the glory days. Yeah, because they were kind of on life support in 2020, really, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, you had was it uh, was it Joel Gacy who was the champion. Well, all their guys got Never signed by NXT, didn't they? And then mm-hmm. uh, yeah, pretty much uh, struggled after that, didn't they? Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I, I, for for me, it seems to be more of a training excursion, and they'll probably chuck a few. They might do the a few CZW matches on a few of the. You know, I could see it going on some of the uh, the smaller shows, or maybe even like on one of the marquee events. Because I think there is one in that period, isn't there? Uh, one or two marquee uh, events. Yeah, the driver champions. And yeah, then fight, and we've got fight Trev as well. So yeah, there's a few easy. They spots. can chuck. They can chuck a few on there, or they can do a. You know, a tag team match or something with somebody with two of them on there. You know, there's a, there's a lot of options there. I think. Yeah. Moving on, just a quick congratulations to Walter Ogunt, if you want to go by the WWE names. And Ginny they got married in London last week, and and we saw was it uh, Robert Dreisker posting a photo with not Kevin Owens on Twitter, and it's like, yeah, people going, okay, what's going on? I know he's posting stuff, you no know, going around just Earl's Court, you no know, with a suitcase and all that, and then you know, all the stuff leaked. Was it post on Sunday night, wasn't it? Uh, from Waltman, you had the photo of all the, you know, the lads, past, present. Was it, it uh, Mike Schwartz, Ilya, Oliver Carter? It was like the, uh, it was like the photo of, um, of the gang on Alfredo saying Pet standing outside the hut <laughs> at the end of season, season one. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> if you, if. If if you wanted to if you wanted to present like oh this is the consortium which is now running WXW in in ten fifteen years then I'll be very very happy. <laughs> That's the a lot, lot of lads doing good there. And, yeah, you know, done good I guess. But I'm um, delighted to can... see everybody sort of back together in a way. No, I think no. Yeah, I think you pointed out no Tim Fash, but you know, when you're on the other side of the world wrestling for pro wrestling, no, it's yeah. you no know, kind of understandable. Him and Axe I mean, Man. Team, you... Him and Axe Man weren't there. Never mind. <laughs> and I guess we can move on tracks, but I know uh, Timo just won the uh, Global Honor Crown No Attack titles with Saxon Huxley, which, well, there's a tag team we all expected, you know, Tim Thatcher and NXT UK's Saxon Huxley, but I mean, last time Tim Thatcher was with someone with a really bad Northern accent, was taken forward with me, but moving on, <laughs> you mentioned the Axeman, he's going to be out until late summer, he broke his collarbone at Progress last weekend. As part of an eight-man tag main event, him and Big Demo Sanity teaming with TK Cooper, Chuck Mambo, Sunshine Machine uh, up against Spike Gervais, Bullet, Nick Wright, Charlie Sterling. Uh, headline there, Sean Manchester apparently got injured early on. They finished the match, you no know, four and three. Uh, he's had surgery. They've, I think, the rest of said he's going to be out late summer. Of course, 
the remainder of the series with uh, Peter Tahani that's been rescheduled. Um, well, that does mean well for Peter Tahani. He's got a few different opponents. We'll obviously run down the cards a bit later on, but uh, for uh, Hamburg, it's now a non-title match against Shikahiro Irie. Reason why we'll explain in a second. LJ Cleary at Fan. And in London, we've got a rematch from uh, Pro Wrestling Österreich. It's uh, Peach Tahani against Michael Oku, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it if I can get to that show. <laughs> well, I don't want to say hope you don't make it, but also do hope Luton get them. That's the only, no, there's only <laughs> one way it's going to happen. It's almost like a mutually exclusive at this point, unless that's the main event and you don't go to penalties in the final. But... <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we mentioned, uh, you know, Shigehu Irie against Tahani in Hamburg. What was Mike D? Well, Mike D apparently got injured at True Colors in Dresden last month. So, yeah, we just said now Irie against Mike uh, each Tahani non title affair. Mike D and Irie is now going to be a driver of champions in June. Touchwood. Um, other injuries, we've got Trisha Dor. She's had to cancel her upcoming two of Europe due to injury. Uh, she was due to start at Fan late this month against Calypso. Uh, Maria Della Ross is going to be filling in both against Calypso and against Charlie Morgan in London in three weeks. And there's a show that's really crept up on us. Yeah, um, yeah, Della Rossa, uh, I'm, uh, Della Rossa, I'm actually very happy with that as a replacement. Though. Um, I think um, she's very quietly been in, quite impressive. I think Boyle actually had quite a good match against, on the RevPro card in Birmingham, I believe. Yeah, the, yeah there was week, a few people the lost to the first weekend. Yeah, a few people were saying that there was actually quite a good good sort of showing from her. So, yeah, I'm actually quite happy to see uh, Della Rossa in there. And we'll swap these last two rounds. So, Dubix uh, was announced this morning. Uh, the sport and director concept's been binned off, uh, citing an abusive recent uh, sporting director. I can't think who. Uh, so now the storyline structure is you can have an anonymous matchmaker and then a disciplinary plan panel when needed of uh, the matchmaker, the management director, I guess, Felix Kohlenberg, and three random wrestlers decide on punishments if and when needed, which... I don't know, if your three random wrestlers could easily overrule the MD and Felix, which... Um, also, Felix and the matchmaker, it's like, well, if it's at random, what if Ambos uh, picked at random? Yeah, that's that's the... Uh... Like that, That's going to be the, the easy way out, surely. Well, exactly. It's... Uh... <laughs> it, oh, Robert tries to attack somebody, and he's not cleared. Oh, no, the, the arrows, he's, the arrows on Roman think it's fine. So, yeah. he's he's learned his lesson. Yeah. Or the other way around, you, know, you can do the whole Fulham VFA. Oh no, it's a ten match ban. What for? You proved I'm a referee. <laughs> but uh, and anyway, so that be something. No, no, bye bye for sporting director. So no, no one to replace Norman Andy. Uh, Francis Caspin, Carsten Beck, uh, CMJ. I've uh, had a fair amount of those, but um, yeah, I think that's probably you not know, probably the whole um, authority figure thing. Probably run its course anyway. And again, it's not not like the shock and loss being binned. It's not forever. If they feel like they've got something we can come back to, they probably will. But for now, yeah, run its course and yeah, something different. Yeah, it's. I think um, they were running. They were possibly running out of people to to um, really nominate, really. Um, there's somebody who I would have really, really liked to have been sporting director at one point, but I don't know how likely that is. So. Uh, the person I always wanted was um, 
Melanie Gray. I think she would have been a brilliant sporting director, but I don't know. I know she kind of did that thing for um, it was a Project Nova Man women's show they did last uh, back in March. Yeah, and she's sort of doing uh, the wrestling cult heads among you will obviously know this, but she is sort of doing it in cult. Um, but you know, it's it's the uh, I, I think she would have been really really good. She works very well on sort of backstage promo-y sort of stuff on the skits, and I think... But WXW is not really a skit-based promotion anymore, unfortunately. I mean, it's what we all fell in love with, really, wasn't it? But um, it's not It's not really a thing that they do so much now. So, um, yeah, a bit of a shame. A shame? Yeah. yeah. And I guess, and finally, well, this isn't really... Well, in terms of that light heart or not, uh, who's taken a step back from wrestling? It was a few weeks back, they had uh, to be revealed. Uh, they've been taken by surprise by this... Um, Private reasons who will no longer be in the ring for an indefinite period of time and is cancelling all of his bookings with immediate effect. Uh, they went to great pains to say that this ain't a storyline, so no, don't think it's for him taking time off and he's going to come back and attack uh, Maggot at some point. Um, I'm looking to think his last match, at least if Cage match is anything to go by, uh, would have been uh, GWF about a month ago. Uh, Tim Chem Kaplan losing to Mike Chen and Ronald Shakiri. Obviously, the last match would have been that street fight in Frankfurt. You know, back end of March, he lost to Maggot. Um, yes, I mean, that kind of came for blue because he's, I say, only just come back. And he was suspended for about a year or so from WXW, you know, coming out of COVID. Uh, you know, came back with, what, uh, Broken Rules last year. You know, the June tapings and then you know, the Tag, tag Fest run and then the mini program with uh, Maggot. So, I know we said, you know, keep him apart, but I, I don't think I was expecting like that. Yeah, so it's a, it's a real shame, obviously, to lose him. I think, um, as I said, I think the ceiling's very, very high on Ahura. I think he can really throw out a, something great and incredible out of nothing. Um, so, yeah, this is a real this is a real shame and, um, you know, kind of gutted to lose him. I think there's somebody that, you know, WCW do need um, in that sort of level. So, um, yeah, it's a real shame, but... Obviously, if he needs to take his time to do whatever it is, or if something has happened, we we I'm not going to speculate, but um, yeah, just yeah. all the best for future. Yeah, no matter what, what that's going on. If he does want to come back, or if he's ready to come back, then obviously great to see him when he does. Yep, all the best for who for whatever's going on, and yeah, if he does come back, I think we've plenty of us waiting to boo him or cheer him, no matter what he wants. But uh, so that's uh, quite lengthy and a lot of injuries, but I um, guess we're going to have to hop over to Japan quite uh, quickly. <music> going to go back for Oscar Watch. We're just going to go for the singles matches because you know New Japan do plenty of undercard tags with the same results. Uh, Oscar's had two singles matches since we last checked in. Uh, one was televised on a Road to Wrestling on Taku show on Monday, May 1st, just gone. It's a 10 minute time draw with Oleg Bolton, and uh, things were the newest addition to the Young Line group. It's a big bugger, is all I'm going to say. That Oleg Bolton is he's like from Kazakhstan and uh, no, still uh, a channel very highly rated in the freestyle world, even though he's not competed for a long while now. Yeah, he is um, actually still ranked, isn't he? Uh, yeah, even he's... though he's turned, he's no, no longer eligible, I guess, since he's... he's now contracted. 
he's Asian. He was Asian champion. It, one of the one of the most fascinating uh, prospects, I think, in the world of wrestling. Really, and I say prospect, he is thirty at this point. But oh bloody hell! Um, he's uh, which explains the, why we're trying to fast track him. They do fast track him. I mean, a fascinating prospect, really, isn't he? Um, he's a guy. And, um, sorry, he's a guy. Yuji Nagata, you know, paraded in front of a New Japan yeah. crowd you know, not too long ago. So he's it's not like he's been like signed and went straight in the ring, but he has been doing the whole dojo stuff for a while. But if there's a guy we're gonna try and you know get off the card pretty quick, I think this is the one. Yeah. At least you not know, based on his age and you know, the real world credentials. Did they did they not uh I know you said we're not gonna go into the tag team matches, but did they not do um Bolton and Oscar as a tag team? Oh yeah. Um, I, I saw it. <laughs> let me check. Um while while cage match slowdowns, the other singles match Oscar had was this past Wednesday at Wrestling Dontaku. Wasn't streamed, uh, but he beat uh, Ruhei Oiwa in 2 minutes 33 seconds. There's some weird pre-show thing with Oiwa was if he outlasted or won matches against other young lines. He gets like money, a TV title shot, and brings like 140,000 yens worth of beef or something like that. Um Oscar unfortunately meant uh, Ruhei's going to go without, beat, without meat, so yeah, blame him. And now I've got Oscar's cage matchup. Yep. Um, the United Empire. Um, they both as a team wrestled against the United Empire. So. Ah, yep. Yeah, uh, April 27 against uh, Aaron Hanari and Great Khan. Get them as a tag team, lads. Come on. Get them in for tag I know, team. I know Rev Pro's going to do Great British Tag League soon. Get them both over an excursion start. They'll be uh, not putting a few gotten to people. Oh, although <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant. That would that that's 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 a beefy team, isn't it? It's a team I wouldn't want to bump into in a lit alleyway, let alone a dark alleyway. Don't think you better fit in a lift with with uh, old uh, Oleg Bolton, <laughs> would you? Um, yeah, but it's probably more on me than him, to be honest. But <laughs> anyway, move on to True Colors. The uh, last, well, the last. Um, I don't even call the marquee events now because yeah, it, it's a marquee uh, event. Marquee event, yeah, of course, yeah. from the Kraftwerk and Dresden, the site of a big fan. And start with pre-show Jacob. A fan didn't move on, much like some of the crowd. Hey ho! Anyway, started with uh, pre-show Jacob Crane, Anil Marek. Uh, of course, Anil's on a huge losing run that continued here. Lost in just under six minutes. Match was fine, but the end was a bit weird. Um, Marek looked of her to shoulder, but he. Did an interview after fact saying no, he's fine. Uh, Jacob Crane getting a rare win in WXW. Uh, Anil Marek still looking, and I didn't they really announce something with Marek. Um, I, I didn't see the promo, and I'm going to load this up now. So let's see, let's see, I'll put it in subtitles. So I'm not breaking a copyright or anything like that. I did something uh, with Anil Marek and um. Yeah. Let's see. So yeah, and uh, uh, Ilya Bloom. Okay, so I was doing training. Okay, I'm reading or badly transcribed German uh, subtitles. Um, yeah, looks like uh, Anil Marek and LSG are fan, but that hasn't been announced. Um, so yeah, so I don't think that's going to be the end of a losing streak if you got him against uh, LSG on a big show. But um, yeah, see how it goes. I mean. I know you said you know this for pre-show match. You, I mean, I liked it, but you know the end was weird. 
I think you liked this a bit more than I did, but more just for you know, Jacob was, Crane actually getting stuff in. I was quite, I was quite impressed by it actually for what it was. Um, I think you know, uh, oh, I suppose I don't think that was announced. I don't think that was announced by the last show, but obviously Jacob Crane is now in Germany full time. Yep. Um, so well, or he's moving full time to uh, Frankfurt area. I can't remember exactly where, but often back or something like that. Um, so um, yeah, it was. Uh, I did actually quite like it because. Um, Although Anil Marek kind of continued his sordid, sordid form, and let's say he's in worse form than Dragon was before he got put on the uh, the trial series. So I mean, come oh on. god, we're going to get Tim Fatch to beat him five times in a row. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think you know Jacob Crane. You know, even Jacob Crane uh, beats Anil Marek. I think that kind of says a lot, really, doesn't it? That's you, you yep. got beaten by the bottom rung on the ladder. So not a good, not a good performance for him. Yeah, so looking at that, um, yeah, I'm just going through Jacob Crane's Twitch, and I think the sub of relocation's been deleted. Probably smart, to be honest. But uh, so yeah, Jacob Crane, the latest blow to Anil Marek. Main show had Mike D beating Tristan Archer in just under ten minutes. Um, apparently, Mike D got injured in this match. Couldn't really see where, but that's put him out for Hamburg show next weekend. And it's another pretty high profile loss for Tristan Archer as well, who's. Um, no new annals form, but not been that great since he lost the title, uh, uh, world title. Yeah, it's it's not been. Um, he's had he's had some quietly quite decent matches, but it's not really going well for him really at the moment, is it? Um, it's almost like the um, Axel Tischer always. You know, yeah, Ryan had a really good match, but it's not in terms of the bigger picture. He's not. And again. I can't see him dropping into the shotgun division. I'm not saying like it's relegation or anything like that, but I can't see him being involved in the shotgun division. So this is kind of a spot. It's you know until he's you know back around the title picture, it's you know picking other people up. Yeah, he needs to. He, I'd like him to get into a bit of a tiff with you know someone like Jern or something. Someone who I know that that was a lot of last year when for the title, but I mean they're both sort of I feel like at the same sort of level. Um, you just you just want Archer to, I think Archer just needs to get his teeth stuck into something because obviously when he's in the when he's in the feud, I feel like he does do very well. He gets the, the promos tend to be quite good. He gets you know some quite good angles in, but I feel like yeah, he just needs something to get his teeth in. And at the moment, he's kind of circling the drain, really, isn't he? Next up, uh, speaking of drains, Norman Harris beating Fast Time Moodle Shade under ten minutes. Um, I mean, we're doing. I mean, obviously, we're doing the whole thing now. Where Norman is, you know, back to wrestling since after he, you know, barely did anything while he was the sporting director. I was surprised they they booked this because I know they're still trying to keep Mudo, you know, somewhat hot, and you know, they were in the, you know, in East Germany, like Saxony, you know, uh, Mudo's home state. I know they were in Leipzig the next day, where he got a bit more. But yeah, I'm surprised they put this one together, and yeah, it. You know, House gets win, but you know, we're clearly building up for something. We've got a feud with Levinal that's been kept on, on the back <clears throat> on the back burner. Um and of course that whole thing with Metahan the whole mysterious contract for title shot that was just come out of thin air. But um anything tried for Norman House mood or match that you were hoping maybe used no. in London? <laughs> Not really. Um I it was they're not my two. They're not my two favorite wrestlers in the world. So I kind of zoned out for a lot of it. Um, I didn't really. There was um, 
there wasn't really much to say for it for me, really. Um, I think, you know, Harris has sort of been, is painting himself more as, yes, I'm, I'm a serious wrestler again. Um, but I still think, like, he's still kind of doing the whole dressed as, you know, in the, the Vince fight year, isn't he? Yep. Which I, I don't love. So, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, not a, not a lot to say about this one. I think Mudo, Mudo taking the, uh, doing the job in, in his own state is a bit harsh. You know, I would have thought maybe you could have had him go over Anel Marek, maybe, and that might have been a nicer thing for him. But, you know, we can't have everything, can we? Let's see what leads to me. I know we have that mini feud on with Shotgun 2020 stuff. No way Norman have a shotgun belt, but um, it is what it is. But um, no, a real wheel of wrestling, sorry. Uh, moving on, we had uh, Only Friends and their new uh, funky theme music beating Nick Shrine and Ilya Bloom. I think this is one, you know, again, when you see, or do you expect me to see Shrine Bloom on the other side? You know, we're probably not going to win a special one against the Only Friends, but it's a decent match to get the Only Friends back, you know, on board. And, you know, this is being parlayed into, yep, this is being parlayed into them trying to go for the tag titles. Uh, we've got a match for the Arrows in Hamburg, I think, but it's non title, so you we're know, being smart and not doing the, hey, we've won a match against. No two trainees. We want a title shot. They're uh, not building them up. But um, first off, what do you think of their new music? Does it fit in the uh, psychedelic zebras and the match itself? The new music's funny. I wish we could play a bit of it. To be honest, uh, I, I thought it sounded a bit like nineties um, Sega uh, racing game music. Um, <laughs> all I could think of was from uh, Daytona USA uh, Sky High. If you ever. Yes, uh, I know exactly. What yeah, you mean. that's what I could think of. And um, what was it? Um, Magical cities of what's the one from uh, Outrun? I can think of the tune, but um, oh, yeah, them sort of ones and Sega, the ones from Sega Rally Championship. Them sort of ones. I can think of all of those sort of ones, and I think, oh, that sounded exactly like that. Um, <laughs> that's kind and of result of Dennis Birkendall scouring the Warner Chappelle Music Library, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> You've found I, it, haven't you? Uh, yeah, and apparently, so I know somebody else has found a, a similar one, and I don't know if it's like chicken and the egg. The one that's actually in uh, the, the Warner Library, I guess, and I know you can search, there's warnerchappelle.com, you can search by this and stream it yourself. It's so the song itself is called Starlight, the main yeah. one, um, with a fair amount cut off, but... Vince Peeman and Raphael Lott, Starlight. It's on there if you search for well, if you just search for Starlight, you'll find it. But yeah, very 70s, I'd say, but it fits them still somehow. Yeah, it's a bit 90s, I thought, but yeah. I could see, I could see it, you know, like, you know, maybe 90s idea of the 70s. The 90s, the 90s stuff, disco yeah. revival. But um, so only, only Friends still pushing on. Um, the was it the zebra ears and tails still being part of the gimmick, which mm, not too sure about that, but it's the if first it works, it works. Theme we've had from WXW for a while, isn't it? Where's CP Monk when you need him? Yeah, they're like fairy, but, uh, aren't they? Yeah, whatever floaty boat. <laughs> then moving on, uh, Axel Tisha Pete beating Peter Tahani just over 15 minutes. I think it's as good as the first one, but no, still pretty damn good. Match put uh, Tisha 2 up, but obviously the injuries uh, means Peter Tahani's going to have to win three in a row, a row when we set this back up. 
And I think maybe break could be the thing. You know, it gives them a new uh, wrinkle as well. You know, if it's if match three is uh, Tisha's first match back, well, you've got the easy out. And now you're doing Tisha proving himself and Tihani as well. So just have to see, you know, if you not know, when Tisha comes back and you know, what Tihani does in the time off. You know, you'd think he'd build up a few wins and not do a losing streak. You know, you know get himself sharpened for the Axeman again. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, if we have a shortcut this year, um, that, that's an ideal place to have Axeman maybe come back, isn't it? Um, you have him come out there and. Yeah, I thought the I thought this match was um this match was really really good. I think it was it was um there was the whole thing was like is 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 Tisha now finally giving him a bit of respect as an opponent, and then obviously he does the he finishes uh, Tihani off and then lifts the arm and then gives him the other. He, well, he had him the horrible 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 slam, isn't it? And then he, yeah, the um of course. It- who uh, he goes from New Japan News, yeah, it's like the suplex and yeah. it goes into ends in a rock bottom kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, so that is a horrible slam, I think it's called. And then, then he goes to then he obviously picks up his arm uh, on on two and then goes and gives him sort of the, the big um not pile driver, uh power bomb. Uh and uh, yeah, then that's the one, two, three. So that's um that was that was kind of a good thing. So yeah, it was even even though there was sort of suggesting that oh he might have got some respect for him, no, there's there's still no respect for him, and then unfortunately it's it's uh, it's not going to be continuing for a while. So it's uh, we'd like to I'd like to see. Uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of it, although I kind of wonder if the heat's maybe gone out of it um, now he's got the injury. Yeah, well, see, I mean, I mean, I think again we don't know, but it seemed like when he announced match five, if needed, it would have gone the distance. Oh yeah, I don't was going to go the distance, yeah. I don't know if you can again. This may not obviously don't know how. I mean, he's only just had a surgery, so obviously the recovery timetable is still open ended. If you can stretch it that far, do you make the you no? Know, oh, I think you get decide over tag festival. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to now. Because um, if he's not back until what is it? Is it June, July? They reckon. I think they said late summer, so I would say like late July. Yeah, so June, July. So then you've got you've got something like you've got uh, well return of shortcut. You've got a return at shortcut, but I don't necessarily think you have a. Uh, that's a. Um, I don't necessarily think that's a. Uh, what do you call it? No, a so, so bring bring him back during the rumble, have him eliminate Tahani. Okay, it yeah, revives, so then, the, revives the rivalry. Doesn't count as a win. You have him at. Um, you have him at the um, driver. Well, I think you have him coming back at driver champions. Although that might be a bit early. Um, after that, you've got Brayman. Um, and then yeah, you go probably Tagfest, don't you? So shortcut Bremen Tagfest. I think that's probably the shortcut hasn't been announced, but you've got obviously London at the end of the month. Five of Champions, uh, June sixteenth, Frankfurt, uh, for Wheel of Wrestling in South July. I mean there's nothing after July 9th until Bremen on the twenty fifth of August. Uh, then Zalsgitter yeah. a week later, then you're looking Yes, yeah, so there's obviously a few gaps, and you know, and again, we don't usually announce more than one or the house and show up front. So, you'd fully, oh, well, yes, I do know they have got Fan and Driver Champions back to back, but Fan wasn't meant to be in Oberhausen. Yeah. I do sus- suspect, you know, will be shortcut, whether that's in late July or early August. We'll see how we want to take the summer break this year, but yeah, at least based on the label and right now, I would say shortcut is the obvious return point. You no, know, kind of yeah. almost, I'm not saying nobody wins. 
but kind of like you know if uh, Carsten Beck a few years back you know, comes back from you know intro time and back then and uh, you know starts you know would have started something off hard unfortunately life not another way it did Quite but um, yeah so Axeman two up we'll be waiting a while for match three. Uh, next up, we had Lawrence Roman and Maggot going to a time limit draw, 15 minutes for the shotgun belt. So, we're going to do a rematch in Hamburg, but again, not even knowing the result. They, I don't feel they hammer home normally, you know, 15 minute time limits for the shotgun belt. And when they said yeah, in the well, intro and then in commentary, it was like, yeah, you're doing the draw. Like, you're saying it too often. Yeah. You know, from, like, from. Barely mentioning the part from a tick on the bottom corner to 15 minute time. Oh, you've got 15 minutes. Well, I mean, I thought the match itself was fine. I mean, we're still doing the Lawrence Roman or trying to you know, cut corners, which is an amboss. That's his whole shtick. Um, I don't think we gave away too much. And I think, you know, with Hamburg, I don't think Margaret wins it back there. I think, you know, no. this is where, you know, I, I don't know if you add somebody new to amboss or this is where, you know, Dreis could come. You know, I, I don't know where Dreis could in his recovery. A route. I know. Oh, yes, visibly he's healed up. Do you pivot from this to Magda Dreiska for the rest of the year? Yeah, I think that that could be something they could do. And say even if it's sort of a, a summer sort a summer feud, and then something different in in September, we don't know. Um, I um one thing I wanted to bring up about the shotgun title is something I hadn't heard before, and it was said during the thing was apparently the the purse for the winner. Goes up every defense. It was multiplied by every defense. So That's not something I'd yeah. ever heard before. When they started the shot, the shotgun title lottery. So I'm going to again quickly wander over to cage match so I get the data. But when they won it, when Norman Harris won it, yeah. Um. So this is when we did him against Metahan before he bugged off to NXT UK. Um. They were doing the whole gimmick with Norman. Yeah, I'll say not wanting to defend it, but it was like it, it changed the rules because you know Metahan had the title um, so for so for so long, and they brought in you know, the you no, know, it's a random lottery. You had the whole thing, you know, where you know there's a lot of lotteries before, sorry, because Norman kept begging for the title shots. Um, remember right, and the whole gimmick was, you know, you had your fever showing up, and the winner got you know money if they defended. I don't think it ever went down. Obviously, wouldn't. But it was like you said. It was so much for turning up. But if you win, you get more, and the longer you hold, more goes up. Um, but yeah, that was the wrinkle that hadn't been mentioned for a long while. Yeah, it was. That's uh, why was... um, Prince Hua, you know, beat, sorry, that's why Prince Hua, you know, say did what he did when he you know beat you no know, be delusional at the time Norman Harris because Norman you know, was scared he was going to lose his payday. Yeah, it was it was very interesting. Uh, I, it was it was a it was an element of the, which I hadn't hadn't been hammered down so much in the past, and I think because it hadn't been hammered down, I'd completely forgotten about it. So it was just that was a that was a thing. It was a nice reminder, really. I hadn't heard of that. I hadn't thought of that for a long time. I think Stephanie, something they could probably you know push more into story, but just not. I would say as obvious, but just not have it so um, front and center, but. I mean, Christ, especially against someone new, it's like, oh, he's new, or he's never had the money of a success, let go, let him, let it go to his head. No, yeah, you, you, have him, you have him turn up and gradually, like, with more, you know, you get Gullias with the belt or something, and then hmm. he turns up and he's got, after after a month, he's got an Armani suit on or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
turns up turns up with a bloody Mercedes. Diamond, diamond encrusted singlet. <laughs> hey, that could work. Don't, don't yeah. knock it. Um, speaking of uh, flashy and all that, Ava uh, Everett beat Baby Allison to win the WWE Women's Title. So we think we kind of predicted this. Ava was, was last weekend of her US tour, so she's gone back to the states for belt. Um, she is going to be defending the belt stateside, kind of like the shotgun belt was years ago. Yeah. Uh, so far, we've got, and I don't know if it's promotion or whether it's title match. She's facing uh, Shannon Lavangi tonight, promotion who don't put their names on the graphics, so you miss your plug. Uh, Little Mean Kathleen's got a non title match on Saturday, Sunday for a company called Live Pro Wrestling, generic as it comes. But the first event is against Becca for Pro Wrestling Grind on May 26th. So I think Side TV, they definitely have Grind. I think they have live pro wrestling at some point. So if you want to catch that, catch the new belt away from Germany, not two of us be on IWTV, and I guess maybe the will have some stuff on the YouTube to, or, or, or not like we did, you know, back when the shotgun belt had the long two of the States. But um, yeah, it was a pretty decent match. And I think, you know, taking the title out of a scene in Germany means you can do a few storylines and it's not always... Be one you know, your one women's match a show is to be a title match like you know, what Rev Pro had for such a long time wow. with the Ginny division, you know? Yeah. Um I think yeah, it's important and maybe it's obviously shown that Ava's trusted enough to take that um and represent them well you know, globally. Um you know, it's maybe an opportunity for them to maybe go, well, let Ava go and sniff out some people. Um, people who she can work with, and you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know Shannon Lavangi or Little Mean Kathleen, but if they work well together, then you kind of think, well, stick them in tag. It's not, it's not tag fest. Stick them in Femtotal. Femtotal. Yeah. I, I know, I forget who it was on Twitter. Same as, but at least as far as like women's wrestling, feels a lot stronger in like northeast of the states, and we've got much like Beyond yeah. Grind. You no know, love comes with use. Yeah, it's the same names, but it's not because we're getting a lot of reps. There's oh, some degree of progression, from better word there. Yeah, it no, it's no good uh, scouting ground at, at absolute worst. Um, I don't think Ava be losing the belt in the states, but no, weird. Surprise, yeah. yeah, weird things have happened, but I definitely do see you no know, few defense. Maybe you no, know, maybe rivalry might finish off at Fem Fatal next you know, in uh, in September. So. Know, worth keeping an eye on, we'll keep tabs on whatever defences do make tape. Um, we didn't main... need a jingle for Ava Watch, no, Oh, God. I'm going to have to find something that's um, not, <laughs> not quite as sparkly as, as her direction music would be absolutely can't play. <laughs> yeah, you'll have main... to find something. I'll get on to look at royaltyfreemusic.com or whatever it is. And finally, main event, uh, I was so hungry beat uh, the French Adults to retain the tag titles. 16 minutes for no, thought it ended a little bit too sudden. You had, um, no, it was back and forth then. It was a misty from Igle Blanc, left sense of auto prone for the, it was the Alabama slam, the kick to the back was off finished him. Um, but the main thing after the match was Robert Dreisk ripping off Sense's mask, I guess, because Robert's the only guy who can wear a mask in uh, WXW right now. Um, Amboss went to the back, Igle offered the mask back to Sense of Alto, but Sense rolled away, went to the back, didn't want it. And I think it was a promo afterwards uh, from Eigel. was like, oh, this isn't Joseph. Uh, there was tweets from Senza. David Shaw dropped. 
they kind of you know red like he was saying goodbye and the general reading i've got is obviously you know if you look at cage match it gives the game away but he's been working under an alter ego uh, joseph fennec jr in france and increasingly other places uh and the fact that i blank said this isn't joseph i think that's kind of telling you that's where they're going yeah. getting the more twisted side of the guy we knew was the sense of alto yeah, it's, it's um, it's the um, well, it's. I think the French duels only had so far, um, and I think they were, I thought they was going to be turning on each other in the summer last year because they kept them going off off against each yeah, other. For friendly fire stuff, yeah. Yeah, so I think um, it's um, I think in that in that sense, there's a, it makes sense to for them to split up, I suppose, really, isn't it? Um, have have a. Have Joseph Fennec come through, and you know you you, you can you, he can obviously work work well against against every you know against all the high flyers, but it would be it's good to have a a baddie high flyer, should we say, um, if if that's what they go for. I mean, you know, for the last uh, Power Show he was part of, yeah, you know, and he's done a few for APC that's made tape, you no, know, and it's you no, know, it's not jarring, you know, it fits him like a glove, so. Yeah, or for whatever this is going to turn out like in WXW. I mean, you, know, you think, you know, Senza only joined WXW during the, you know, during the pandemic. Okay, yeah, that's three years at this point, which, you no, know, time is a weird construct these days, but you know, it feels like he's been in WXW for ages, but really three years, or, you know, I guess, you know, 18 months in front of fans. He's, you know, pretty much run the gamut there, you know, from brought in on the close show tapings to, you know, tag champion. I guess now a singles run. Or could be plugging you no know, no gaps we've uh, seen pop up with you no know, people moving on. Yeah, um, you know he's a WXW guy now, isn't he? I think um, I'm say you've got to you've got to reinvent yourself. Um, we've seen sort of unmaskings in other promotions around the world at all levels, and sometimes it's the real shot in the arm that the person needs, isn't it? So yep. yeah, good luck to him. So that was uh, True Colours. Obviously, next up, we have got uh, Wheel of Wrestling, the 30th time in Market Hall in Hamburg. This weekend. Uh, this week. Uh, next weekend. Well, next weekend. Uh, this, yeah. Depending when you listen to it, we record on Friday night if you're listening after the Bank Holiday weekend in the UK. This weekend, but May, Saturday, May 12th, uh, rejigged card for reasons we've talked about. Uh, Shikahiro Irie against Peach Tahani, non-title. Uh, Baby Allison against Calypso, decidedly not for the title because Baby Allison ain't the champ anymore. Another non-title match, only friends against the House of Hungry, as we spoke of. Uh, Tristan Archer taking on Kohai Kenoshita. There's actually some we uh, skipped over. Um, next weekend, uh, Kohai Kenoshita, who has worked for several promotions in Japan, I guess. Uh, no, uh, Iria recommendation coming in. He's the um, Dove Pro champion, which is... Um... Which um, is the same promotion that uh, uh, Mayuki Tanazaki was a champion of when he did his short tour of Britain back then. Yeah, back wrestling the baseball jersey. I remember yeah. him and uh, Martin Kirby cockpit yeah. years ago. Yeah, uh, Kenosha, yes, if I was me, typing up his cage match. Um, he, you know, he's, I would say he's, I'll say jobbing around as far as you know works in multiple promotions, not he loses a lot. He's freelance, isn't he? Freelance. So, I mean, he says, uh, "Oh, is it uh, WrestleNomics and uh, Mookie Garner post on Twitter for whole?" Well, look at these guys; they work. You know, and it's usually Iria, Abe, and Speedball. Like, look at these guys; they work all these different promotions. Like, yeah, because if you're in Japan, 
if you're not signed to a promotion, you have to work all these companies or you're not full time. But like, uh, Knosh just worked, you know, it was Big Japan uh, earlier this week. Uh, Mary Pro, I'm not even going to pretend I know the names of these companies. The one that jumps out like a sore thumb and Met, if you're listening, I just want to say this ac- acronym, you know, at the Hamburg show. Uh, he Knoshta worked with a guy called Gunzo against uh, Jade and Rising Kid on the 20th anniversary Nightmare of April Fool show for the Fighting Ultimate Crazy Kings in front of 30 people. And yeah, that, that acronym, I bet you, is not going to be spoken or even spelled out on WXW programming. Intentionally, at least. Wow. <laughs> uh, fuck, 20th yes. anniversary Nightmare of April Fool. <laughs> ah, Japan, you name your promotions really weirdly. I mean, we've got 666, uh, 01. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking now, since uh, January 1st, he's had 35 matches. Yeah, with a freelance, isn't he? Yeah, the same as a lot of people wouldn't have that in a year. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so worth, worth keeping, an eye out, uh, keeping an eye out on anyway. He's got uh, Tristan Arch in uh, Hamburg next week. And then the last thing announced, uh, the Himmelschloss with Levaniel. And what I would say is, you know, the loss of Mike D, that Mark Talcard you know, loses a lot. In fact, you've now got yeah. you know, two non-title matches. Yeah, yeah. For the 30th anniversary. Um, you know, it's lost It's lost Mike D, it's lost um, Tisha. Um, it's, yeah, it's very, um, very light, isn't it? See what the what the Levanil thing is, but yeah, I think you no know, Levanil doing a, a talking segment. It's obviously going to spring to a match you'd hope, but um, then May thirteenth they're back at the Alter Keschelschmeider in Papenburg. That's the you know, lovely venue we ran last year. This isn't going to make tape, sadly. Uh, Irie against Lawrence Roman, non-title outing announced that. Uh, Anil Mauk against uh, Kanoshta. Sorry, Anil, we uh, just can't remember lights this time. And Calypso, Tristan Arch against Baby Allison and Maggot in a mixed tag match announced for that. Uh, move on a week, we've got the WXW Wrestling Live Academy for Turbine Hall and Oberhausen, matinee show. Before Fan 2023, we've got Shikahu Iriye defending the World Unified World Wrestling title against Michael Oku. You know, exactly what we predicted You know when Oku was announced for his debut, he's going straight into a title match. Yearn uh, Sims against Norman Harris, Maria De La Rosa against Calypso and Peter Tahani against returning LJ Cleary, which you know, they're definitely bringing in some names that aren't normally on these shows. I guess that's you know, what we kind of uses these shows for is you know, scouting you know, a bit further and wider and you know, shaking up for us a little bit. Yeah, LJ, I mean, yeah, LJ's a bit of a left field one, isn't it? Um, he did was, the um, wildcard well didn't he? Yeah. So I don't know whether there's an element of oh, come on, we'll give you, we'll give you a shot. Um, it's would he have been on the card anyway? That's the that's the question. <laughs> uh, well, they hadn't announced the whole thing, but yeah, we'll see what's padded out there. Then a week after that, yeah, we've got three big shows in as many weeks. So I you know I think our next episode is probably going to be June when the dust has settled, but. May 27th, Wheel of Wrestling Live in London, that's the Tuffnell Park Dome. You've got Maggot against Leighton Buzzard, Mike Loku against Paige Tihani, Maria Della Rossa against Charlie Morgan, and Gary J against Lawrence Roman. Apparently, that'll be for Shotgun Belt if Lawrence is still champion. There's another left field edition. I know uh, Gary J, he's over on a brief tour from the States, but 
Yeah, some really unexpected names being thrown on these cards, you know, for the better as well. Yeah, it's not screaming WXW to me personally, but um, yeah, there's, and I think uh, arrows are announced for it, aren't they? They're, they're on the poster, uh, yep. Yeah, um, so there's 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 a few other people sort of who still need to be announced for um, you know there's plenty of time to wangle it because I think obviously Fisher probably would have been a someone who would they've flying over so you know there's probably a spare ticket there now. <laughs> uh, uh, the poster's gone, but uh, we also got Irie, I was so hungry, uh, Lawrence Roman, well you know that uh, Gary J thing kind of gave it away, and LSG as well. So. You're yeah. Probably looking, you know, I was so hungry, you know, maybe against the greedy souls again. I mean, that was good at Draft Pro, so you know, why not? Yeah. So if you haven't, you no, know, can't find out there. Iria, I really don't know at this point. I mean, Iria LSG possibly works. Mm, maybe uh, then, yeah, that round round that will give you what five, six matches. Yeah, yeah, and then trainees are there. You know, they'll probably take some one or two of the trainees over. So yeah. yeah. There's plenty of options there, I think, still. That's in three weeks' time. Then Driver Champions June 17th in the Turbine Hall. Mike D against Iria rescheduled from Hamburg. Uh, June 18th for double tapings for Fight Forever at the Fight Club in Gelsenkirchen. Then July 8th for Wheel of Wrestling at the Batch Cup in Frankfurt. And then, I think, did we say uh, July 9th in Erfurt? Then potentially that's where the Summer Pulse comes in and where the shot could top, where that's going to be starting or ending it guess we'll yeah. find out after um, maybe Fandom might throw that uh, tidbit in yeah because you've got to wait until the next home housing show gets announced don't you don't but um, so yeah it's been back there's a heck of a lot going on um, you know, some weirdness of the upcoming cards for you know, for obvious reasons but yeah after what's felt like a bit of a little since Carrot uh, ain't no stop in the next few weeks that's for damn sure yeah, busy, busy few weeks and plenty to watch, um, plenty to digest and uh, running on the road to, well, we're, we're coming up to coming up to fan, hopefully get a nice announcement at fan. And then, uh, yeah, uh, listen, I, we're, we're not under pressure. Progress have only got half a field, so maybe they should start. Not uh, even that. that. <laughs> not even that, but uh, and that's in three weeks. Yeah, get a move on, lads. But yeah, so I guess... That's no heck of a packed episode. Um, we'll probably be back in June after Hamburg, a uh, fan, and London uh, has you know, happened and dropped, unless anything massive takes place in between. But, Mike, anything to plug? I uh, guess you're well, obviously you've qualified for playoffs. Hoping May 27th you'll be at, at least Wembley, I suppose. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. I was kind of hoping uh, Luke was going to go up automatically. It was looking close for a while. It was possible. Um, but. Alas, not not likely to happen. So, uh, I'm plugging uh, the fact that Luton need to win in 90 minutes uh, and uh, <laughs> no extra time, no injuries, and then I can run across town. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's not quite as clear cut. Obviously, final game of season Monday, um, as it stands, settled outside the playoffs, and I think barring yeah, unless we. Unless, well, there's only two spots left, so if we do make the playoffs, it's 50-50. We're facing you in the semis, which, yeah, that's yeah. going to go well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, as it I think stands, not chance we're going to make the finals if we do get there. But that would be fun, both of us uh, missing uh, to be London because we're stuck at Wembley in a penalty shootout. That, that would be a fucking irony, to it say would, the least. Yeah. 
the the Alpha Fresh of Derby. And, uh, it's uh... <laughs> yeah, and then you know, extra time penalties, delay starts, tube strike. Well, all all happen if that's the case. But anyway, uh, Mike can catch you on pretty much every at Mike Kilby. Yeah, I'm not on any of them new ones yet. I'm still on Twitter. I'm still I'm waiting not, for Blue Sky invite. Not I, don't joined, uh, I don't care about Blue Sky. I got told off for joining that other one. What was not Mastodon? What was the other one? Oh, Hive. Yeah, I got told off for joining that one because apparently I shouldn't have because it stole all my data or something. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, yeah there's. A, I don't know if sure, so I'm not going to say because I don't really fancy being sued. Uh, there's some stuff that at least read about it looked dodgy, but yeah. Um, yeah don't see me I, either. I just don't know. So. <laughs> At Outy Presser Pod, we're going to try and build that account up. A big bag body drop for reviews, which I'm now going to tweet out manually. Thanks, Elon, breaking all the APIs. At Ian Wrestling, want to follow me personally for whatever reason. But yep, at uh, the Groundhopper's Guide, for the old Groundhopper's Guide stuff, and that um, Strong BJ Astronauts match we spoke of earlier. But yes, that will do us for probably this month, depending unless something breaks. Uh, we shall see you in June, worst case. And if you go on, if you've not got your easy ticket or you not know, see you to XW, we shall see you then. If not, cheers. Cheers.